January 12th, 2023. You know, living in 2023 is as crazy as I could ever have imagined. I never thought that this world world would be as crazy as it is with all the things that are happening, right? And the internet is the reason why it is the way it is, right? Without the internet, none of this, it would still be exactly how it was in the 70s. Internet changed everything. The way you communicate, that you get instant news or instant gratification or instant depression, right? Right away, immediately, it's changed everything and it's, it'll never be back. It'll never be back the way it used to be when you would just, you know, not really see people once you graduate high school or college, you don't see these people again, they're gone. Gone, right? Talking on the phone, the cell phone too, is, is, is a big part of it. Because now you have a personal computer that you're just walking around. If a personal computer, you know, I'm, I'm an attorney, so I have a personal computer as I'm walking around the hallways of the courthouse, right? You could be a UPS worker, you have a personal computer in your pocket, no matter where you are, you're at the ball game, you have it. You communicate, you can look up anything, right? You could email, do whatever it is. It's crazy how technology has become, but you know, there's good and in my opinion, there's bad of how crazy 2023 is or the, the times in this. First of all, what happened with COVID is something that I really would, you know, people like, oh, remember COVID? You know, maybe some people have memories with it. Remember when we were locked in? Oh, it wasn't that great. I hated it. I hated every single thing about it. I thought it was a very big annoyance, inconvenience, felt like I actually lost time of my life that I'll never get back. You know, when people go to jail, right, and they serve a two-year bid, you never get those, that two years back, you know? That wasn't great living, living in a jail cell, having to, you know, be told what to do, when to do it. And that's kind of what COVID was, we were told, can't go out, can't shop at the store, have to wear a mask. Some people had to get the shot. And, and I'm telling you right now, that shot is, we're, we're still at the beginning stages or infancy stages of what actually is going to transgress it, you know, from that shot. Or should I say, what's going to happen as a result of that shot? I don't think we're even close to it. I think that shot is that bad. I saw a documentary on Rumble last night, and it's called Died Suddenly. And it's, a, it's about coroners who get these bodies, and it doesn't matter, I'm not saying that you died from COVID, you died from the shot, you could die from a car accident, right? And then they're investigating these bodies, and they find out that there's blood clot after blood clot, they're pulling them out. They can't even get the embalming fluid in because of the blood clots in these dead people's bodies. So they start realizing that the people with the blood clots are people that are vaccinated. Not the people that are not vaccinated. Not that you had COVID, right? COVID didn't do it either. It's people that were vaccinated because they had some people that were dying that never even were 
um, resulted of COVID. They didn't have any records of them getting COVID, but they did get vaxxed. And they have these massive blood clots that are coming out. Also, like the blood is supposed to be clean, right? You have clean blood. You would like to see just blood, not little black kernels of like almost coffee, coffee kernel, like, you know, coffee grains in their blood, which eventually will form into that black blood clots that they're forming there or dark areas of blood clots. It's, just, it's really, I haven't even watched all of it. I couldn't believe it. And I'll say this. I said, thank you, Jesus, for never taking that shot. Oh, God. It's a disaster. It, it, you know, if people were taking the, who took the shot now, who have the shot, they have to be saying to themselves, what did I do? You know, how, how, did I, how did I allow myself into doing this? But, you know, a lot of people were forced into it, to be honest. But, you know, so you had COVID. That was crazy, right, in 2023. What else is crazy? I got to tell you, this whole transgender movement, for me, you know, 15, 20 years ago, never even heard of it. We're talking about transgender. Who made up the name, right? How? And where was the ultimate flip? the change, you know, a little, when all of a sudden people said, you know what? Chopping off your penis, it's a good thing. I'm going to do it. Who? When? Why? How? Right? So as a man, and I consider myself a man's man, I love females, right? Man's man, love football, love sports. I'll have a beer. I love talking. You know what I mean? Whatever. I, I just love being a man. You, there's no money. No money. Right, right now, Mega Millions is $1.4 If you told me, hey, I'll give you $1.4 but you got to chop your dick off, I would say to you, are you out of your mind? Take the money and go play in traffic. I don't care if you burn it right there in the fireplace. I don't care. It's never happening. $1.4 No dick. For what? What am I doing then? Right? I believe that so much. The fact that somebody could believe the opposite so much to me means something's up. Something's not right. And then what you have is these parents that are consenting for their children to do sex changes at an adolescent age. Are you out of your mind? Or influencing them on purpose to be transgender or gay or whatever it is. I, I, I really, I got to tell you, it's... It's bananas to me. Crazy. It's crazy. It's probably the craziest thing that I've ever seen. All right. Absolutely. And here, watch this video here, though. All right. Now, again, this is a mother who has rights, right? It's her child. She goes to the school and she wants to tell the school exactly how she's running her household. And however she's running her household is how they got to run basically the school, right? That's her right. That's her. She's the mother. She's the parent. She's an invested parent. And she goes to the school and this happens. The school district now is a freaking nightmare. I go to enroll my child and my kiddo is standing right there. I hand them the birth certificate and I say, see right here, this is his sex. He is a boy. He goes by he, him. I had no issues at his past school and I don't expect to have any issues here. And I swear it was like Karen, the transphobic secretary, was just waiting on us that day. She said she wouldn't put my child in the school system as his name because it has to match a birth certificate. But again, had no issues at the last school. I told her I absolutely would not enroll my child as a female. 
And she said, you will and you are. She enrolled my child as a female, then sent mail to my house with my child's dead name on it. At this point, my child is supposed to start school on Monday and is enrolled in the system as a female. Every single teacher in the school knew about my child. And the students were told a little girl was coming to class. I gotta tell you the truth. I know exactly what's going on there. I know why she's suffering. I know why she's not getting her way. Okay, do you? Right, I'll give you a second here. Do you know what's happening at that school and what's happening to that mother and that poor child? I'll tell you, I know exactly. It's the principal. It's the principal who's making the rules there. It's the principal who's telling her they're not doing it. And do you know who that principal is? <laughs> I figured it out. I figured it out. This is the principal right here. Boys are boys from the beginning. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. When you're born a girl baby, you grow up to be a bigger girl and then a woman. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy, and so is mine. Only girls can grow up to be the mummies. Only boys can grow up to be the daddies. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy, and so is mine. Boys are boys from the beginning. Oh, God, I gotta tell you. I am mesmerized by that song. That whole thing, I was like this. Uh, I could see how kids were so mesmerized by uh, Mr. Rogers. And that's it. Mr. Rogers is the principal of that school. And he's basically saying, what do you think you're doing? Boys are boys from the beginning. Girls are girls from the start. That's it. That's it. There's nothing else to say. He nailed it. He nailed it. 20-something years, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Why? Why? Because he's a sane person. He understands what really is going on in the world. We all did then. And then all of a sudden, like I said, like that, something's changed. What do you think it is? See, nobody's done any investigatory work. Nobody's really did a deep dive into why and how did the transgender movement become what it is today? Because I feel like I just woke up one day, right? And the next thing you know, it's summer. Todd out, 80 degrees, 90 degrees. Next thing you know, we got transgenders all over the place, right? They're oppressed. You have to do certain, you have to give certain rights up for what you want to, to for them. This whole equity agenda is now into place. And it's so big that you have right now the current White House administration all on board, shoving it down your throat. Meanwhile, you have Mr. Rogers telling kids, now, I don't know what you're thinking, don't think this, don't think that, this is who you are, period. Imagine that being played today. Imagine, you know, here's Joe Cozo, right? I get signed. I get signed for PBS and they say, listen, you, we're gonna do like, you're gonna, you know, we like your personality, we like whatever. And we want you to just talk into the camera and be cool to the kids. I mean, I love kids. I could, probably, I could do this job. If there's anybody that can do this job, it's me. I would be able to do this job. Talking to the camera, hanging out with the kids, just, you know, 
sucking and jiving with the kids, having a good time, high-fiving, doing whatever, playing games. I love it. I love it. But if all of a sudden I started looking into that camera now and I started saying, boys are boys from the beginning. Girls are girls from the start. I would be hung in the square of New York City by my neck. Shot dead. My career gone. See you later. May as well jump right off the Verrazano Bridge. See ya. Bye-bye. Break my neck, back, everything dead. My life would be over if I started singing that song. Think, think about how the left would come down on me for making that song up. But back then, that song's the song. That's it. See what he's saying here? Boys are boys from the beginning. Go play with your boyfriends. Boy slash friends, not boyfriends. Boy slash friends. You, you got what I'm saying. But come on, again, right? So what I would w love to start doing, and if I could just, I, I got to figure it out, right? I got to get off my ass and stop making lists of things that I got to do and actually then taking one of the lists and actually doing the things, because that's what I am. I'm a, I'm a list guy. I make the lists, right? I'm good at making the lists. Following through with the lists, no good, right? I'm trying, man. I am trying. I am a work in progress. I woke up and I'm 49. When I started the lists, I was like 18, 19. How the time came from, I have no idea. And in that time, we got transgenders. Like this, overnight. Here we are. And again, I would love to do some type of, you know, documentary on the beginnings, the origins, and who, who's really benefiting from this stuff? Because if it was never in existence then, and now it's here now, why? Why is it here now? Again, I think we go back to the internet because first you have people and it's not just transgenders. I'm just talking about wackos in general, right? Now have a voice. How many wackos have nothing to do with being gay, nothing to do with transgenderism, LGBT, nothing, just a complete wacko on the internet, right? But all of these wackos and all these people, you at the end of the day, you know what you say to yourself? I bet she has a mental condition. Right, I, I think it's something mental or she has a mental condition. Why would they put themselves out there like a banana on social media? I got a lot of those friends that I have that are associated, I see on my Facebook and I see it on Instagram and I'm like, what is going on? Who, what happened to this person? The same could be said about somebody that wants to chop off their dick, right? Let's just, let's call it what it is. If you came to me 20 years ago, I'm like, yo, Joe, listen, uh, can I talk to you? I'm like, yeah, what's up, what's up, talk. Um, I'm thinking about, you know, uh, removing my penis, just chopping it off and just getting a vagina and seeing what it's like to be a girl. I feel like, you know, that's something that I'd want to do. I, w I would seriously call your parents, call your loved ones, your wife, your siblings, whatever it may be, without you knowing, and say that you need to be in, in, in an institution. But now, now it's just, whatever, okay, it's the norm give them money, you know, people are donating, hospitals are loving it. One of the reasons what I think is happening is, is because they realized how much money is involved, right? The money is through the roof. Same thing with the vaccines, right? The vaccines are, you know, an extraordinary amount of cash coming into these pharmaceutical companies. And same thing with these doctors, with the healthcare, the whole healthcare system in general. But um, again, back to what I was saying, how crazy 
would Mr. Rogers be in today? He'd be canceled immediately. And the nicest guy in the world. Best show. Like I said, I was mesmerized wearing the, uh, the, the cardigans, putting, you know, a little stuff in the fish tank. What a life. Jesus. All right, so let's move on here. One of the main things that are being talked about right now is these secret documents that Joe Biden has. So first, he's at, you know, University of Penn. He has the Biden Center there, and they find secret documents there. And you say to yourself, well, what? when did you know? And it just so turns out that they actually knew before the midterms that these boxes were found when they already made a big, you know, deal about Donald Trump and Mar-a-Lago and Biden's the Department of Justice went to Mar-a-Lago with a search warrant, just ransacked the place, searching for things, took all the documents and everything. He makes Joe Biden a big deal about it. But then just a month or two later, it happens to Joe Biden and they keep it on the hush because of the midterms. Think about how disgusting that is. Think about this is your country and people like that, right? The suppression of it, making sure that it doesn't come out. And then you think about what happened in 2020 with the censorship of the Hunter Biden laptop. And you say, what is this guy, Joe Biden? Now, you know that he's lost it, but before he lost it, he was the devil in disguise. He is a terrible human being. Terrible. A liar, a cheat. He's always been. And now you see, yesterday comes, and there's a second box. A second box, and now it's not at the Biden Center. It's actually in his garage at his, I believe, Delaware home next to his Corvette. Here's Peter Ducey, who, let me tell you, man, I love Peter Ducey. If you tell me, you know, I, I would just love the Peter Ducey highlight reel, right? I would watch that all day long. Peter Ducey should have his own highlight reel, like on Instagram. Got to start getting away from TikTok. I've been really doing a lot of thinking. TikTok's the best algorithm there is. It's probably the best place if you want to grow your social media. But, man, those Chinese, they're getting our intel. They're getting our information and they're abusing us. You know, what you see on TikTok in the United States, you don't see in China. There's no transgender stuff happening in China, right? But why doesn't the transgender movement in the White House, who are so big here, make sure, say something to China about it? Why not? Why? Because deep down inside, everybody knows this is just ridiculous is what's going on. But there's money to be made, so everybody shuts the hell up. It's the truth. All right, so here's a clip, though, from, this is yesterday. Let me just play this from MSNBC about, you know, the missing documents. Aides to President Biden have apparently discovered another set of classified documents, this time in a different location than the office where the first batch was discovered, according to a person familiar with the matter. I want to bring in now the team breaking this story. NBC News White House correspondent Carol Lee, our justice and intelligence correspondent Ken Delaney. And Ken, let me start with you with what we know. Hallie, aides to President Biden have been conducting an exhaustive search, we are told, of other locations to make sure they've gathered up all the classified documents that went to the wrong place, because if it happened once, it could happen again. If it happened once, it could happen again. So if it happened again, could it happen again? And now the answer is yes. Just before we started this show, came across the wire that there's a third set of documents now found. Now, I... Again, that's I just saw come across. So I don't know any details. I don't know where it is. But my guess of what's happening here is Joe Biden has announced that he wants to run for 2024 and Democrats are saying, listen, 
uh, that's not a good idea because we're going to get killed. We're going to lose the executive because Joe Biden is doing such a terrible job. Americans are fed up. Now, you have Democrats that don't want to say anything too much because they are loyal to their party. But you saw right there that what I just showed you, those two correspondents on MSNBC, it was like pulling teeth for them to have that. But that's now, that's today. I feel as time is going to progress because this Joe Biden now is, has opened up a Pandora's box to investigating him. And I don't know if this is on purpose, which it could be, because Democrats play dirty. Politicians are all corrupt. There's corruption at the FBI, at the CIA, at the White House, at the House of Representatives, in Congress, in the Senate. There's corruption everywhere, all around us in the pol political world. It's based on corruption. Ukraine, what's happening, the COVID shot, all of it, right? It's all corruption. So I wouldn't be shocked if the Democratic Party is now tipping people off or people are uh, to what's happening here so they can make Joe Biden look bad and get him right out of town. I wouldn't be surprised if the New York Times does some honest, unbiased journalism and starts doing some reporting about Joe Biden, about Hunter Biden's laptop. I'm sure you're going to see that. I guarantee you're going to see that. The Washington Post, CNN, they're all going to start to turn on Joe Biden. Joe Biden is gone, right? He'll do his term because he can't get impeached because they don't have control of the Senate, the Republicans. So he can't be out, out. Democrats would never allow that. But they're going to say, say to him, we'll get you back here on this impeachment. But 2024, you're going to step down and let's bring in, who do you think it's going to be? Who do you think is going to be, if they had a choice that they could just take Joe Biden right out of there and then plop in this new person? Who do you think it's going to be? I'll tell you mine, Gavin Newsom. They want Gavin Newsom for 2024 right up against either Trump, who I think it's definitely going to be, or DeSantis, because that's now their new guy. He's the new look. He's got the slick back hair. He's got the whole presidential look thing going. And he is not liberal. He's ultra you know what I mean? Like when you had used to, I don't have hair anymore, but you know, when you have that hairspray back in the day, it would be like rave for mega hold. He's mega liberal and he gets planted right in there and he'll do exactly what he's told. And then he'll do his own thing, which is even more crazy because he does have a mind of his own and he'll do even worse things than Joe Biden. Joe Biden's just being told what to do. Gavin Newsom will be told what to do and on top of it, do his own crazy things. So, here is, though, Peter Ducey talking to Joe Biden today at the press conference and asking him, what's going on? What are you talking about in your garage? Here, watch the best, Peter Ducey. Classified material, next year Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, People, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So the but anyway, was in a locked garage. yes, as well as my Corvette. See, Democrats are not going to like that. They don't want. They don't want this games here. Don't say with the Corvette. Don't give them anything to do. I'm telling you right now, this man is going to be going down. They're going to secretly do it. It's going to pressure's going to mount, but not too much. Not yet. Eventually, it's going to come. 
all the investigation. I wouldn't be surprised if he is chastised for the rest of his life. You know, if he is branded, you know, like how Nixon was branded. I, I'm not kidding. That's how bad they're going to want him out of there. And they have no use for Kamala Harris. Goodbye. See you later. Get Kamala right out of there. So now Merrick Garland, the head of the DOJ, he comes out with the press conference and says, hey, listen, we got to do things the right way here. We're going to get a special counsel because of obviously the ties to the Biden administration. So now they're going to get a special counsel. His name is Robert Hur. He was appointed a U.S. attorney in the U.S. attorney's office during the Trump administration. And then in 2021, he left. Guy seems like a legit guy. I don't know his politics. I'm sure he has to be a Republican if Trump put him there. And my question is, is he going to, you know, is he on the hook? Is he really going to, you know, dig in and give us the goods? Because again, Washington is corrupt. So you'd have no idea if you're really going to know anything. And that's what's terrible as an American citizen, not having any trust in your government. And this wasn't the case. You know, when I was growing up, you know, especially in the early 90s and the 90s and, you know, even in the 80s with, uh, with Reagan when I was a kid, I always felt so confident in my country. And it's probably because I knew less. And now the more that I know, and again, why do we know it? The Internet. Without the Internet, we wouldn't know all of this. We wouldn't have access to all of these politicians the way we do and hearing them the way we do. Right? You could hear AOC say something every single day. Why? Because of Twitter. If this was 1980, no, she'd have to have a camera in front of her. And if she doesn't have a camera in front of her, because nobody thinks that she has anything interesting to say, you may not hear it from AOC for, I don't know, three weeks, two months. But again, here we are. Here's the internet. So Merrick Garland, anyway, he's going to put a special prosecutor. Here's the announcement. U.S. Attorney Lausch and his team of prosecutors and agents have conducted this initial investigation with professionalism and speed. I am grateful to them. Earlier today, I, saw, I signed an order appointing Robert Hur a special counsel for the matter I've just described. I got to tell you, he does not look like he's happy there. Not at all. He is big time pals with Joe Biden. We'll see how this gets played out. We'll see when Democrats, see, that's what we haven't seen yet. Democrats starting to turn on Joe Biden, right? Do you see Nalan Omar say, hey, listen, what's going on here? Do you see her take that leap? Is she somebody, would it be AOC? Would Nancy Pelosi ever? Never, absolutely not. Chuck Schuber, absolutely not. But what about these younger bucks in the Democratic Party? Will they come open and say, hey, listen, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. What's going on here? We got to get to the bottom of this. Or will eventually it be a collective um, development, you know, choreographed by the deep state, the FBI, the CIA, getting him out of there. And then everybody's on board. And then it's just, you know, kicking somebody when they're down. And that's, what's, and that's ultimately what's going to happen, in my opinion. I want to talk to you about this Ukraine war. All right, let's switch gears here for a second. The Ukraine war. What is your thoughts on that, right? What's happening? Are you someone who absolutely believes that we have to keep continuously give money to Ukraine so they can beat the Russians? And do you actually think, even with that help, that Ukraine can beat Russia, right? In my opinion, the answer to those are absolutely not. The only way that Ukraine can beat Russia is if we get boots on the ground and send in troops and help them fight 
the Russians. It's the only way it's happening. And I'm telling you, I don't think we're being told the truth. And again, that's what sucks about this U.S. government. That's what is terrible about the Democratic Party. When they're in power, you know absolutely nothing. See, when Donald Trump's in power, this wouldn't even be happening, so we don't have to even think about it. But because we're doing this, and you have these, these corporations like Raytheon, Boeing, Lockheed Martin, they're getting mega rich, billions of billions of dollars. So now you have this Republican House um, of Representatives, and they want, you know, to getting rid of the IRS agents. Great. Love it, right? Oh, and by the way, you know, you have, what's his name? Um, Adam Schiff today saying that he thinks it's uh, an atrocity that Republicans are going to get rid of these IRS agents and even look into the FBI. How can we look into the FBI? In my opinion, in my, uh, in my opinion they don't want us looking because there's something there, right? The collusion with the FBI and the Democratic Party is unbelievable. But going back to this war and the amount of money that is being funneled, what the House Republicans need to do is an audit. They have to demand an audit from the money that was sent over, and they have to do it because they work for us, the American people, and we should be demanding it every day. I want to know where my taxpayers' dollars are going in Ukraine. Where is it all the way down to the last penny? That's what I want to know. I want to know who's getting rich off of this money. Are they really using it for equipment? And then I want to see, the, I want to see receipts. I want to see actual receipts of the equipment being purchased. That's how deep the Republican Party has to go. But that's how corrupt right now Washington is. So back to this war, I don't see them winning. Watch this here. These, this is a Russian cam, camera that you're going to see on a Russian soldier. And he comes up from, from behind two Ukraine, uh, Ukrainian soldiers in a, a trench. Watch what takes place here. He's telling them to surrender. Okay, that's what I, I believe. That's what I saw on Twitter. Okay, in the caption. But just watch this video. I'm going to tell you, if you don't like seeing someone die, don't watch it. Because <laughs> you're going to see somebody die in this video right here. It is not, uh, it, it's not a Blue's Clues type Teletubbies video that you're about to see here. This is real live, no arcade type stuff here. War. And again, this is a Russian troop Russian shoulder, uh, soldier with the camera. Here it is. Before I keep playing it, I got to just talk about this because you're seeing these gunfire. Imagine... Imagine, here we are, I'm, I'm in my studio, I'm looking at a camera, I feel great, I just had my juice, I'm trying to get my diet back, everything's good, right? Life's going pretty good for me right now. And imagine, like that, there I am, in Ukraine, in the woods, and there's gunfire all around. Think about the different lives that you and I are sharing with those people there. It's crazy. I don't want anything to do with that. I'm good. That's another reason why Joe Biden has failed, because he should be making them come to the table. He should be the mediator, but of course he's just uh, a puppet. So here, I'm gonna play it again, let me play it.
I gotta tell you, it looks like an arcade game in the first person shooter. I, I don't know what that is, and I don't want anything to do with it. That is some real life stuff happening that we have no, we know nothing about. And again, from the reading that I'm hearing, and of course, again, because of the distrust for the American government, I think Ukraine is really losing this war. Why else would they need all of this new equipment? Germany's bringing in tanks, we're bringing in new tanks. I mean, what is going on here? How long is this war going to last? And here's another thing too that really it scares me because you know you feel helpless when you hear these things is you know all of a sudden now China with Taiwan and if they start attacking Taiwan what are we going to do? Are we going to be in an all out war defending Taiwan with the Chinese with billions of people? And then what happens if all of a sudden that becomes something that's going to happen, you know, on the sands of California? Right? You saw the beaches of Normandy. Well, then how about 200 years from now, they're talking about the beaches of San Diego, right? Or the beaches of Malibu. Now what? Then what? What are we doing? We're in an all-out war? That's why peace is always the best strategy, but that's not what's happening here with Ukraine. We're going to be, we're eventually going to be in an all-out war with a nuclear power. What are we doing? It's, it's really something else, honestly. All right, moving on. I want to talk to you about this guy, George Santos, here, because I got to tell you, I am not in favor of him. I think that he should not be in Congress, but here he is. He lied through his teeth on his resume. I read an article yesterday, and I mean, they have now his resume that he sent over to the GOP in Nassau County, New York. And it's just lie after lie after lie. He never graduated from the two schools. He never was summa cum laude. He never had that GPA. He never worked for Citibank. He never worked for JP Morgan. None of that. How do you now, can you think that this man is a good person to represent you and your country? How? I don't care that he's a Republican. He needs to go. And again, I don't... Uh, I have conservative views. I lean more conservative, but I am right in the middle. Okay? I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican. You need to be an honest person. That's how I view people. How honest are you? What are your motives? What are your intentions? What do you mean? Like, so on the left, what do you mean that you're okay with babies being killed at birth? No. What are you talking about? What do you mean that you're even okay with babies being killed to begin with? I, it just doesn't... That That's... That's not human life. That's not how humans should be. There's got to be a better way than that. So, you know, this guy, I have no idea how he's doing it, but he gets confronted yesterday in the halls of Congress. I mean, look, imagine being a reporter and having to do this. This is as low as it gets as a job. I mean, you are the bottom feeders, it looks like, as a journalist, trying to get a soundbite from this man. Here, watch this. Congressman Santos, will you resign? I will not. 
will you step down? I will not. Guys, we're going to need a little bit of a little space here. The New York Republicans are calling you a disgrace. You will not resign? Pardon me? What is your response to New York Republicans? trying to get the I have no idea how this guy's sleeping at night, honestly, because he is a filthy liar. He hasn't said anything that is truthful. And you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, what is going on with my life and what did I do? Honestly. And then you look at those journalists. I mean, imagine that running right up in his face, having to get that sound bite, having to do that. Oh, God, it's so annoying. So annoying. Unbelievable. Here's another one here. Watch this one. You're accused of fabricating almost every single part of your life. Why did you? Why did you deserve to represent the people? Stood away. Did you Pardon illegally? Oh, sorry, Mr. Sanchez. There's some campaign, campaign finance, finance concerns and questions about your finances. Really? Can you answer the campaign finance concerns? A little space, personal space, please. A little personal space. Why won't you answer our questions, Congressman? You seem to be dodging questions about your finances and about your background. Congressman, what about those new accusations? I gotta tell you, that other kid that's there, that white kid in the suit. He's sitting there, he's gotta be like, oh my God, I can't believe I gotta defend this guy, this filthy liar. He's gotta go. He really has to go. But now you have the Nassau County GOP basically saying, we're not gonna do any business with this guy. We're not gonna talk to this guy. And they're demanding that he resigns. Here, take, take a look at this. As we understand, it is probably impossible to shame the shameless. It is probably impossible for us to get someone who has no shame to do what is right. But here we stand, united, the lies George Santos told are too numerous to count. He lied to me personally when he sought my endorsement. And while I'm offended and disgusted at his deceit, the longer he remains in office, the longer the residents of the third congressional district will suffer. It's got to go. Can't do any business like that. You have those people there saying, hey, listen, demanding your resignation. <sighs> What did you expect that was going to happen? You lied about every single thing. Why would anybody want that person to be a representative for Congress, honestly? Uh, here, I wanna show you something here because I really can't stand this person on TV. This is probably my least favorite news reporter or news station with journalist. And I just want to play for you two clips and, it, and, and show you how bad of a human being I think that she actually is here. And of course, it's Joy Reid. Joy Reid has Byron Donalds on in an interview in studio, right? Byron Donalds, also African-American, you know, and I say that because she makes a point of his race, you know, being the fact that he's in the Republican Party and there's so little of it. See, everything is about race with her. So you would think that she, because she's a racist, that there is a black Republican in the party in Congress that has a lot of respect, has tremendous credibility that every single person loves, that she'd want to promote that. But she's not really cares about blacks in general. She only cares about it when it, it's in her favor because here she should be promoting it. It just shows you how negative she is, right? So here's the first thing that she talks about. She talks about how now House Republicans, you know, led by Kevin McCarthy, are now going to fire all and, and not have any Democrats on the committee. But that's exactly what Nancy Pelosi did. She did that on purpose because she wanted the impeachment hearings to go through and she didn't want any Republicans to have their hands on anything. So she set the rules. Now here is Joy Reid asking, well, why are the Republicans doing it? And watch what he says in response. But we were very clear in the 117th Congress. We should not be going down this pathway of saying, oh, that member said this, they gotta be kicked off of committees. But that that's is happening. Not, no, 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 no. 
Did it? We're not, what we're doing is, so you did it. So, so now this is what happens. This is the response. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to the status quo of you pick your committee people, we'll pick ours, and we'll go from there. But, well, let me ask you this, because that isn't the, you're not getting back to that status quo. If you're kicking people off committees and you're saying it's literally for vengeance, you're now admitting it's just for revenge, that doesn't sound like getting back to the status quo. It sounds like using committee no, leadership no, no. for wanna, vengeance, but that's wanna, what you just if said. If you want to change the rules, then we'll live by your rules. See, here's the thing, what he needed to do there. He, he stood his ground. I loved it. But he needs to then ask her the question, why were you okay with it when Nancy Pelosi did it? And now are you condemning that Nancy Pelosi did that to the Republican Party? Because I didn't hear you say it then, right? They did it. So why, you know, and, and what Byron's basically saying is, hey, they did it. Now we're doing it. What's the problem? They kicked all the Republicans off the committees. Nancy Pelosi. He didn't say anything then, but now you have something to say. Now, here's the one that really, again, because she cannot ever make anything other than, you know, about other than race, anything other than race. She can't do it. It's just, it doesn't work with her. So watch this. This is Joy Reid. And of course, she has to bring up the fact that there's no blacks in the Republican Party, right? And do you think it's the only reason why you were nominated as speaker when everything was going on with Matt Gates? and Kevin McCarthy, and he wasn't getting enough votes. Byron Donald's name was brought up to be speaker. And she thinks, instead of saying that's a great thing, right, promoting that, she has to say the complete opposite here, watch. There are four African-American members in the House caucus, the Republican caucus. There are 56 members in the Democratic caucus. So just, it's more diverse. There are more African-American members just that are House committee ranking members they're at the same number that are actually members of the entire Republican House caucus. So do you not believe that the idea was to make a diversity statement by nominating it? Well, actually, first, that was not the idea because I was in the room when the decision was made by people who chose to nominate me. That never came And, well, and you, you've Hold still on. not explained how, you, how you're I'm qualified. You've never been your, in leadership. Joy, are you going to let me answer your question? Sure, or you tell us. Over me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two, now let's go back. The reality is, is that a lot of members actually do believe in my ability to lead. They do. Am I to be despised for my youth because I've served one term? When members know that I have the ability to engage other members through the conference? Again, I love this man. Love it. I love his responses. He's a bulldog. He tacks. He's on there. He's very, you know, very calm, cool, and collective. But he could have got out of that real quick. All he had to do was say, well, isn't that what happened with the vice president, with Joe Biden? Isn't that the only reason why Kamala Harris is there? Because of the equity agenda for optics that blacks? Isn't it the same reason why we just nominated a black Supreme Court justice, right? So what are we talking about here? You know, when, you, when you're dealing with someone that's a narcissist like Joy Reid and a racist like Joy Reid, you have to turn the mirror. You have to be on the offensive. You could be on the defensive and, and, and like he does and he answers it great. And he's got an answer great and he puts her right in her place, but he doesn't go on the attack. He doesn't have that ammunition that he uses and it's so easy to do, especially that you could just bring up Kamala Harris. Come on, stop. These Democrats enjoy Reed. She's a racist. I can't stand her. And the Democrats, they're really just ruining America. It really is terrible. But again, Republicans, they do nothing about it and they're just as corrupt in their own ways. And again, it's just how DC is. My here, the reason why I talk about it, it's not for me to favor one side or the other. It's just to expose everyone for the corruption that's going on here. 
I wish it didn't have to do that because I would love America, but that's all you see. That's all you see. And again, you're gonna see more with COVID. You're gonna see more with this equity BS. It's not gonna stop and you're gonna see them turn on Joe Biden. I guarantee it. All right, listen, if you get a chance, go over to our Rumble page. Again, I can't do these shows if it's on YouTube. Again, which is horrible, right? It's, it's America. What are we doing here? So the shows are on Rumble. Also, you can see clips on YouTube. I'm, I'm on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We do certain clips that we put up on there. So make sure you follow us at the Joe Cozo Show on all forums, Twitter, on all social media sites. Again, Rumble, subscribe, share the show. It helps out the show. And we're on everything on audio, every single one. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, you name it, it's there. All right, so with that being said, January 12th, in the books, I'm out. Peace.